as yet because this trip is just coming together. She's come under criticism for not visiting the border up to this point. She's leading the Biden administration's response to the rise in migrants seeking to enter the country. A bipartisan group of senators has apparently agreed to an infrastructure plan. They'll be meeting at the White House with President Biden today and checking early Wall Street numbers. Dow futures are higher. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We're all trying to find the new normal this summer. Thankfully, Daily Harvest is the one thing I don't have to overthink while figuring out how to get back on track. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food built on organic fruits and vegetables right to my door. Whole ingredients, zero preservatives, no added sugar, no artificial anything. Keep at least one thing simple this summer with Daily Harvest. Get started today at dailyharvest.com slash radio. That's dailyharvest.com slash radio. A judge in Los Angeles heard emotional testimony yesterday from Britney Spears. The pop star asked that her guardianship come to an end. It's been in place since 2008. More from correspondent Steve Futterman. With her fans chanting outside. We want free Britney! Inside the courthouse, a judge listened as Britney Spears asked to get her life back. Spears addressed the court remotely through an audio link. She condemned her father and others. She called the conservatorship abusive. It's doing me more harm than good, she said. I deserve to have a life. She claimed that she's been forced to take lithium against her will. This fan agrees with Spears. I pray that the judge listens to her this time. The judge did not make a ruling. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Several celebrities tweeted their support for Spears, including her former boyfriend, Justin Timberlake, TV personality Megan McCain, and singer Mariah Carey. I'm Cammie McCormick, CBS News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com work. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash work. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash work. ZipRecruiter.com slash work. Today is Jenny's first day at her new office. Her coffee is strong. Her hair is done. And as she checks her phone for traffic updates, 20 minute delay. Yikes. she realizes she made the right move by building a brand new office right in her own home. Wow, morning commute wasn't too bad. Made record time. Ohio University Credit Union can increase your space and your sanity. With our low-rate home equity loans, you can build the home office you've been dreaming of by using your hard-earned equity. You can also consolidate debt, take a vacation, or make some much-needed home improvements. Plus, with our new appraisal fee offer, you'll save even more. But you better hurry. This promotion ends June 30th. Visit OUCU.org equity and start applying today. That's OUCU.org equity. Equal housing opportunity. Loan subject to credit approval. Federally insured by NCUA. NMLS number 433809. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work-study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. 
Act Now, Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Since 1972, Dandeman Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Dandeman Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Dandeman Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Dandeman Electric, 740-593-8813. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk good guys, NASCAR, and get some travel tips from AAA. That's AutoSmarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's care from the heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. Since 1921, Oblenis Hospital has been part of the fabric of Southeast Ohio, sharing in the healthcare journeys of our friends and neighbors. And since becoming part of the Ohio Health family, we've proudly continued that service through investments in a new ICU, primary and specialty care services, and an expanded emergency department. Learn more about our commitment to expert care in our community at ohiohealth.com slash oblenis100. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. Could you have imagined a 24-hour period more nice than we just had? I know it was wonderful. 66 degrees right now outside, headed up to 85 today, 84 tomorrow, 88 on Saturday. Not a cloud in the sky on Sunday, at least at this point, they say. Marvelous weekend in store for us. Hey, we're going to learn about athletics today, Ohio University style. Ken Winstead's joining us. We've all had our shots, and uh, so we're live in the studio, and um, we're doing more and more of that, aren't we, Scott? So uh, let's see. Scott here? Oh, he stepped out already. Okay. Um, Anyway, good morning, folks. Welcome. And um, Ken Winstead, good morning. It's great to be here. Good morning. Hey, I didn't see you out walking in the neighborhood in this beautiful weather this morning. What's no, going I don't. On I don't do a morning wa- walk. Okay. Uh, I'm um I'm an afternoon yard guy. Okay. Got to get you stay active there, man. Oh on man, a I'm active. Sixty-six degree morning. I'm active. It's All just right. not uh, uh, the morning walk. I'm generally paying attention to different newscasts and things like that, and oh. so that I'm informed for uh, this program and things. But uh, anyway, Ken, you are yourself a graduate of Ohio, right? Absolutely. 80 undergrad. Actually, Scott and I were about the same years. And uh, we were talking about that earlier. He was on a very good baseball team that I'm sure he's talked about before, but if he hasn't, he should. never. never. (laughs) He's never brought it up. So I was a student manager uh, during the Bill Hess and the one year years and then the one year... Uh, Bob Kappas was an interim, and then Brian Burke's first two years. So and then I went on and um, got the earned the sports administration degree, and I've worked in college athletics pretty much ever since. Well, and, and not how do I want to put this? Um, some pretty neat programs too. In fact, this this just uh, run down the list there. <laughs> There's a lot. Georgia it's, Southern, right? It's, it's kind of like a coach's. Uh, bio, yeah. Go ahead. Oregon. Yes. Houston. Washington. Now, which Washington? University of Washington. Okay. Colorado State. 
Louisiana, Lafayette. Raging Cajuns, yep. Seattle. Yep. Then you also had a time uh, spell with uh, the USA Wrestling um, Association, right? Yeah, it was uh, USA Wrestling, which is basically the national governing body for wrestling, amateur wrestling, and, uh, you know, pretty much oversaw the Olympic wrestling teams, ran the Olympic trials. It was fun. I've had a, I've had a good career. I've had a fun career, Dave. I've been around. I You know, when I look back, I look at the awesome people who I worked for and the awesome student athletes who benefited from the funds we were able to raise. And um, I just I just love and I have that here at Ohio University. I just work for people who know where we are and they have a vision to get better. And my job is to rally the the troops externally like you to come in and 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 be a part of uh, enjoying our student athletes and coaches and, you know, build a championship culture and make and, and part of that team is our fan base. Well, Michael Stevens is who I work with most of all, which makes perfect sense. Uh, and, you know, so all the broadcasts of the sport, sporting events and um, um, sponsors for them, um, different businesses that help out uh, sponsoring these, these venues and so on. Um, it's it's really a pleasure to to be associated with a great university, and then you add to it. You mentioned yourself, sports administration. You know, and and I frequently say this, almost to a fault. Uh, Ohio University is the finest program of its kind in the world, folks. I'm talking about the sports administration graduate degree and um, I had the good fortune for 17 years to work so closely with that department heading up the uh, Copperheads and um, I just think they are remarkable it's a great story it's a it's a great heritage at Ohio University and we just lost um, oh shucks Doc Higgins yes Doc Higgins, who was one of the uh, very early on leaders of that program. He uh, was the leader when I was a student. Yeah. In 81. Doc and Shirley. And um, anyway. Well, listen. Um, <clears throat> you know, by the way, it's amazing if you ever get a chance to see the uh, graduate, uh, you know, your book, if you will, the annual report they send and you have a directory of the oh, alumni yes. and the I... number of uh, you know just commissioners athletic directors that's just in uh, college I have uh, probably 10 of them on my shelf in back my li- my library shelves um, n- not every year in order but every few years at least one and you know students who were here in grad school that worked with me either with the Copperheads or here at the radio station or whatever and to see where they are today it's really a hoot and and it's still happening I in the Bobcat Club we usually employ three graduate assistants from that program and they basically are like in full-time positions because we don't have the staffing to have and and they jump on it, and just last year alone, um, our GAs are at Tennessee, Appalachian State, Tulane, full-time jobs. Yeah. Two years ago, there's a gentleman who's who went to UCLA, mm. and um, so it's it's a the quality young men and women, but also they are hungry to make a difference in the world, and uh, it's a joy. It keeps me keeps me young. I hope keeps me young having these young eager young Ken Winsteads in the in the <laughs> office is fun well listen uh, you are um, the uh, briefly you were here um, 
as an assistant athletic director for development, but then rather rapidly promoted to senior associate athletic athletics director for development back yes. in, uh, oh, I think it was uh, early 2019. And, um, you know, when you think of fundraising for an athletic department, it's it's a tall order. Added to that, COVID, for crying out loud, um, anybody who's uh, been in business or in where they had to raise monies during COVID, mercy, I, um, I know how, how much we struggle right here, and I can't help but think the athletic department is having a tougher time too. So, um, w- but now the, the end's in sight, isn't it? Or it's sort of, you know, it's going to be finally back to normal or whatever new, the new normal is. We're approaching things as though it is, and we're ready. And um, I'm going to joke a little and say it's time to rise for everybody, and I'll talk about that a, a time to rise campaign we have for Ohio Athletics coming up. But, yeah, it's uh, – I want to I want to just say – how amazing our our supporters and contributors are to athletics really throughout the whole university because we stayed in touch the best way possible right the virtually and we raised more money than i than we thought we were going to raise just by people understanding hey i know what you guys must be going through you don't have games you're not selling tickets so I'm going to give a little more this year. It's amazing how many unsung heroes are out there, and it made me proud to be, you know, an alum from this school. Well, now you've made me feel lousy because I don't think I <laughs> I jumped up there. I gave my normal level. But uh, uh, still, I'm, I support it well. I know you do. Listen, um, let's, let's just do some basic stuff. Okay, so... Athletics, uh, folks. Uh, there, we have genders, right? There's male and female. So we have six sports that Ohio University features in men's sports, and nine in women. Mm-hmm. Now, um, is that normal? That's the NCAA Division One minimum that. We have to carry. Okay, so 15 or is it? I think it's 16, but I. Maybe I miscount. Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Something's wrong here, but. It's 16. Okay. Well, I'm missing one then. Um, But um, now, is it normal that generally there are more female sports than male? Well, it depends. I don't want to get too much in the weeds of this, but um, your scholarship support needs to mirror, for student-athletes, needs to mirror the undergraduates, um, undergraduate enrollment at Ohio University. Okay. So if it's 60, 50 female to male, that's how your scholarships needs to break out. I see. Now, uh, baseball, basketball, cross-country, football golf and wrestling those are now some of those you're going to hear again when we get into the women's sports but that's the men's list and by my count there's uh, 16 there i'm sorry six did you have cross country Uh, i did okay baseball basketball cross country football golf and wrestling now uh, on the women's side uh, you're going to hear some of the same plus a few others Basketball, cross country, field hockey, golf, soccer, uh, softball, swimming and diving, track and field, volleyball. And there's you need to add what you were missing is uh, indoor track. There's an indoor track season and an outdoor track season. Okay. Now, let's see here. I see. And now, I'm just curious, and this may not be a number you have memorized, but I'm, I'm 
going to ask anyway. <laughs> How many male athletes are engaged in Ohio athletics? Well, I could. I'm going to tell you that we have approximately 430 okay. student athletes on scholarship, and the student at the undergraduate enrollment demographics at Ohio University are close to 50-50, and so we're right at that. Okay, now. So 50%. Uh, you can you can bet that I'm going to. Now, I don't know that for a fact, but I, I know that it has to mirror the undergraduate, and I know how many student athletes are on scholarship. Okay, but 430 are on scholarship males. Mm-hmm. Now, females. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm talking about the total. 430 total males in participating in and, athletics. And females. Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting a little confused, but let's let's just go with yeah. Let's go with first of all participants. Okay. How many male participants are there involved in college athletics? Well, I'm going to have to get you the exact numbers later, but I don't know. I know that we I I gave you 430, which is approximately the number of scholarship student athletes we have, male and female. And then I think we probably have just under 470 total student athletes. So I would just look at it being a 50-50 to mirror what the undergraduate. Okay. Well, uh, so you're saying half of the 430 are male and half are female. I'm just going with that. I could be wrong. But it's going to be close. Now, um... What, what, what percentage of athletes? Um, I now I'm I'm getting a little uh, shy about asking these numbers now. Yeah. But I'll keep trying. Um, what percentage of athletes um, don't receive scholarships? Rather, they're participants there for the experience and maybe to go on in life. Well, you're a- you're asking some good questions and. I do have kind of an answer to that. I know that out of the 400 and say 30 some student athletes, um, I know that only half of them are on full scholarship. Okay. And I know that the difference is made up of partial scholarships and walk-ons. And what's good for Ohio University is the partial scholarship student athletes and the 100% no scholarship athletes end up paying full price to the to the university mm-hmm. now um, okay now when you let's take the MAC the Mid-American Conference when you compare us to the schools that the other schools that we compete against primarily in our conference uh, are, are is their situation very similar or different uh, do they have it easier do they have it tougher or is it just equally complicated it's it's pretty equal because we all have the basic minimum number of sports 16 and the NCA allows a maximum number of scholarships in each sport, and some. Um, and and we are fortunate that we're able to provide and fully fund scholarships in our sports via the university. But I think uh, the the other MAC schools are in a similar situation. So I think we're all kind of. The only difference between the schools that I can see, and I'm being really at the 50-foot level here, 50,000-foot level, is um, the amount of just university subsidy given, provided to the athletic departments. That's where it differs. But now there with COVID, the schools that were getting more, they're coming back because they had their budgets cut. Mm-hmm. So th- I think that's even becoming, um, even though the gap may not be totally closed with that, 
with the really well-funded programs versus the ones who are lesser funded, but it's it's getting closer. Okay. From an operation, those are operational funds support. Now, um, I, I jotted these some of these questions down last night as I was watching TV and stuff. So, I, I don't know how pertinent they are, but I'm going to try them anyway. Mm-hmm. If Ohio University was going to add another sport. What might it be? <laughs> see what I mean? You see, you were going to have head coaches. If they listen to this, they're going to kill me because they nah. are like, "Don't talk about adding a sport until you fully fund mine." <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll protect you. I'll protect you. Don't don't worry about those head coaches. Yeah, but, and Julie Cromer would be banging down my door. What are you talking about adding sports? We got to yeah. fully fund the ones we have. So I don't. I don't even want to go down that. I, oh, you know what I want to do, Dave? I want to be a part of helping our the current, the 16 teams. I've got a coffee mug that says Beat Miami. Mm. One thing that's the same from when Scott played, pre-COVID, during COVID even, and now, is every Ohio Bobcat, whether you're a student athlete or whether you're an alum, you, you want to, or a fan who just lives in the area, they want to beat Miami. So I keep it simple in fundraising. If we do everything we can to provide our coaches the resources they need to be successful, we'll win the all sports trophy. And that's yeah. what. I have a funny story. At least I think it is. But this is the true story. I was uh, virtually engaged to a young lady who went to Miami University. (laughs) It completely changed her. And um, it's true. I can name her and tell you where she lives. We're getting some dirt here, Scott. (laughs) But um, Things I never knew about my neighbor. It made her uh, such a different person. And she was really cool before. Oh well. So I I always tease Miami, but that was long before this Bobcat business. And now I've been a Bobcat since 1973. Pretty cool. Well, all right. Well, well I can so just, much for Miami. I can tell you that <laughs> we're, we're Julie Cromer is leading a charge throughout the department. And through our fan base, that the fan base is, you're, 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 all of our friends and supporters are going to hear about this. It's a time to rise. Time to rise. We're coming out of this pandam- pandemic, and with on a on a on a tear to rise up and retake the MAC All Sports trophies that we used to dominate in the '60s and some of the years that Scott was here. And in the 60s and 70s, especially the 60s, we won the trophy, all sports trophy, seven of the 10 years. And our our mantra now, if and, and you know who wins it every year now? Miami. Yeah. And so we have this, we're, you're going to be hearing about this, you know, instead of talking about adding sports, let's beat Miami in the sports we have. And then if we beat Miami, we're going to be really competing for MAC championships across the board. Now, you know, I've always sensed that the Ohio-Miami rivalry was uh, strong. But is is it uh, is am I just imagining things, or are all the schools like that against Miami? I don't know. I just speaking from my our backyard, okay. and we want to beat them, and we're tired of them winning the all sports trophy, and it's time for us to retake it. So in the next three years, we have a plan as part of the time to rise, time to rise con, uh, program that's um, it's giving everyone out there a chance to help a team of their choice. They can help the Bobcat Club, which helps all the teams, but they can pick a sport. Um, that they can get involved in and call our Bobcat Club and say, hey, I'm I'm particularly interested in baseball. What's going on in baseball? Is there a way that I can help um, 
help them compete for the MAC championship and help them contribute toward winning Ohio University, winning the All Sports Trophy. Now there is this Bobcat Club. You just brought it up, and I was about to as well. Um, if it uh, supports all the programs, right? It's the general fund that uh, basically Julie Cromer has to spend where she feels it can be best spent to, to uh, benefit all student athletes in all sports. Now, so I buy, <coughs> excuse me, I buy, um, I've had the same seats at the uh, uh, Peden Stadium for football for decades. Um, I have the same seats um, at basketball for decades, men's basketball. Um, off and on, I've had other seats for other sports. Now, I am, am I automatically a member of the Bobcat Club with those kind of uh, investments, or is that an additional thing to do? It's an additional. Um, if you, I mean, I don't want to get too much in the weeds, and people can call our office or go to ohiobobcats.com and get this spelled out to them, Dave. But um, outside of season tickets, you have the general fund where you can give to the Bobcat Club, which basically Julie Cromer decide, works, decides which where it should be best spent. Mm -hmm. And then you have funds for each of our teams where they can do the same thing with that sport. And then uh, you have season ticket sales for football and, and basketball. And then you have premium seating areas in football. There's the Tower Club and some others. No, I'm in that. And then what you do is you pay an additional amount per seat. And now we've kind of, act, act, after some tax law changes, they're all combined into one price. But you get Bobcat Club credit uh, for the per seat donation requirement um, with those season tickets in the Tower Club or whatever the premium seats are. There's there's several sections where you don't, that's not required to make a Bobcat Club additional donation. Okay. But And then also with the Bobcat Club, you buy season tickets and then you could donate to the Bobcat Club and, and um, have access to some priority parking um, as now, a benefit. I have, um, I must be doing something right because I have most of those uh, um, incentive things. We're, we just need more like you, Dave. Yeah. We need more Dave Palmers. Well, well <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that, but we, we certainly need more uh, supporting fans. And, um, man, it seems like everywhere I turn, though, I run into people who feel just the same as I do about Ohio University. Now, um, you know, I went to Wyoming, and Scott's laughing back there. He's a, he's a cowboy. Yeah, and well, anyway, um, so so you know, but there's a lot of pride with Ohio University, and so okay, so this Bobcat Club. Uh, even if you don't buy tickets, which I can't imagine, uh, you can be a member of the club, right? Oh, absolutely. We we have uh, a lot of our graduates move out of this area, obviously, and they they donate to the Bobcat Club for the reasons we stated earlier to help keep our programs moving forward. So, what kind of um, uh, are there social activities that go along with the Bobcat Club? Y yep. And, uh, you know, obviously we took a break during COVID. Well, yeah. But um, it depends on where you live. We had actually, we used to have like five or six, uh, and we'll get back to this this year, uh, caravans throughout uh, parts of Ohio mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. um, our football, basketball coaches and, and some other coaches at times and Julie Cromer would uh, we would invite our Bobcat Club members from those areas to come and it was our way of going out to them and saying thank you. Um, th during the pandemic we were able to do some some a lot of things virtually like pre-game 
tailgate type functions. We weren't mm -hmm. able to do the hospitality village before the home games, obviously, because our fans, only parents could go to the games. But we did virtual hospitality, um, what we called a virtual hospitality village. And uh, before some of the uh, men's basketball games, especially the NCAA tournament and the MAC championship game. And, you know, we had virtual pregame functions. And what made that great is fans from California, Texas, Florida, all over got to participate in those. So we're looking at increasing those opportunities. But a lot of people, as you said, they leave here. They love this place. Um, they want to have the see the athletic department and our teams do as well as possible. And I'm going to go back to, because I'm an alum, I can say this. We want to beat Miami. And I can tell you when I talk to our donors, our fans, our alums everywhere, the one thing they want to know is there's two things. Did we go to a bowl game and did we beat Miami? And the minute we tell them we beat Miami in any sport, it, it just brightens their day. So we're just making this thing uh, a total, this time to rise, a total movement. And I don't care if Miami doesn't like it, but we need to get back and knock them off their pedestal and win the all sports trophies and bring it back home like we did back in our heyday in the 60s. It's time. You know, I, I can, I've been here a long time. I can remember a time when there was that much emphasis on Miami and then they kind of backed off of that and said, you know, we're making this too much about the Redskins. But now, let's see, they're called what now? The Red Hawks. Red Hawks, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can, being a former student athlete, I don't think you can make too much of a big deal about it because it gets passed on, you know, from class to class every year and talking about a rivalry. I've said the last few years that the OU-Miami quote-unquote rivalry is a rivalry when you've got teams that are competing against each other on an equal level, equal playing field. That hasn't been the case in basketball and football the past few years because the Bobcats have beaten Miami in football and basketball with regularity. And I've said it's hard to have a rivalry when one team wins all the time, and that team being the Bobcats. Well, I can tell you that, like in football, they did tribute to Miami. They stepped up and said we got to – this is pretty unfunny to us getting beat by oh, the Bobcats yeah. year every year. after year. And yep. so they have some bright, shiny facilities that are enticing recruits. Yep. And we're doing likewise Absolutely. in, in our football program. Um, that's all part of the time to rise. Yeah. And it, it's all geared toward help positioning our teams to be – if all of our teams finish in the top four in in the MAC play, in MAC – and their max seasons, we'll be right up there competing for. A, we may win it if all of our teams can average fourth place okay. or higher. Oh yeah. So I, you know what, Dave? It's very doable. It's just something to come out of this. It's been a, a hard year, and we want to come out of this thing and just what what made what makes Ohio fans happy is the beat Miami rivalry, right? Oh, yes. And so why not instill that and infuse that and say, hey, they're they're where we want to be. And I know that's kind of hard to say, but they're, they're winning that trophy every year, and we used to win it, and nothing would rile our fans up. And our student-athletes, our coaches, and our student-athletes and our alumni rallying around to retake that trophy. Absolutely. And why not do that right now? Come in. I think Julie Cromer is providing great leadership to say, coaches, I'm going to meet with you and we're going to figure out what we can do funding-wise. But the funding-wise isn't going to come from the university. They're doing what they can do. And they're and and, and they are. They're we couldn't ask any more from them con with the current situation, circumstances financially. But we just want people to it's going to come from external support and so we're infusing the beat miami but also we want our fans to become engaged with with not just the bobcat club but a sport of their choice and there's a lot of people in athens and the surrounding areas if you're retired and you want to be involved in something i 
encourage you to call the Bobcat Club and find out golf may be your your sport and you may want to find out um, hey what's going on in golf how can I maybe play a role in helping them compete for the MAC championship and beating Miami and uh, you got the, the the theme is to beat Miami it's right here on my coffee bug so why not <laughs> yeah. but you know what the 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 benefit of someone doing that who's listening out there and calls and says I want I, I'd love to meet the golf coach and maybe have a conversation about things I could do um, the benefit is you'll be meeting people who you will enjoy being around and then the next step is probably meeting if you come in contact like at a at a golf tournament and you happen to be introduced to one of our golf men's or women's golf student athletes they're phenomenal people and the best thing we have there's there are young men and women who represent the bobcats now and um that's my whole like fundraising approach is here is what you're supporting and uh oh by the way help them beat miami <laughs> because I, i'll tell you academically i'm amazed at these people at these young people because they devote 30 hours to their athletics because it's hard scott you know oh, sure. you can't just show up in in a division one competition in any sport you're going to get embarrassed it's, where in high school you could do that yeah you could it's a daily commitment i mean not just an hour or two but you talk about you know when you start your day going to class you have practice in the afternoon every day as a former baseball student athlete we practiced year-round we didn't just show up in the spring and play baseball and it's a commitment to to get to your academic work after practice you know when you could so for, yes it it is a commitment for years i have coordinated the finish lines for track and field uh, for ohio university in athens um this year I was unable to do it because um, of my wife's health, uh, that sort of thing. But, um, um, it, it, you know, to see a mid-American conference track and field events Saturday, and sometimes they're two days as well, and, and be at the finish line and watch the finishers and the order they come in and the times they're posting and so on. Um, uh, there might be somebody out there that thinks watching a track and field event's probably boring, but it is exciting. And um, um, well, okay. So let's try a different angle here. Now. I'm gonna guess, like just like the broadcast business, uh, you have national associations and you have uh, various different levels, and uh, you're members of this and that. And then, like they have a session just for uh, programmers of radio stations. Okay, well you're a fundraiser of a of, of an athletic organization, so you may attend these things, and you end up meeting various people who are in the similar role as yourself. Correct. As you speak to some of these others who serve in in your role but at other schools, what do they have to say to you about OU? And what things do they maybe think you do better than they or things they think they do better than we? Well, there's two levels, right, of, of peers out there. There's peers who work at Power 5 schools, and there's peers that work at mid-majors. So the ones we have more in touch with, in common with, are the other mid-majors. Okay. So, because um, the, the Power 5 schools like Ohio State when it comes to financial needs, if they need a, a, an additional hit to their budget, they just raise the per seat donation requirement on football and basketball. Mm -hmm. We can't do that because we don't have the demand for our products like they do. So I would consider what 
uh, when talking with other mid-major development fundraisers across the country, they see uh, they see Ohio University as fortunate because we have a very strong fan base. I would say consider our fan base above average for um, it's very high one of the in the upper definitely in the upper tier of the MAC, but. You know, we, we had a team, my, one of my former universities I worked for, uh, the Raging Cajuns from Louisiana came in here a couple years ago, and they were a dominant team. And they beat us, but they went on and won 12 games that year. And we drew more for, for our game against them than they had at any game their whole season. Wow. And so we sometimes... Uh, we need to toot our horn and thank our fans uh, for being because when when we're doing good in football, they come, and when we do good in basketball, you know the history there. All you have to do is look at the pictures of the combo back in the '60s and '70s and '90s and in 2012, right? I mean, there's um, when we have it going, uh, and that was what was so unfortunate last year with the combo. Our that place would have been rocking last year with the team we had. And women's team, but um, I think they look at us and they see that what you learn and I what I learned from them is that we're all in this together. You know, unlike coaches who are comp- competing for the same kids, the same prospects, um, we're not competing for the same alumni. So it's a, a real engagement to find ways to keep enhancing our profession and keep providing, finding ways to keep enhancing the opportunities we provide, we're able to provide our young people competing for us. So I I think they would say that um, there's a lot of mid-major programs that are envious of our fan base and the overall support that we're talking about when it's a Miami game, we could be oh and whatever, we're gonna have people jamming because we're playing Miami and that's just uh, a fun thing but what helps me when I attend those conferences is when I come back I realize I'm thankful for where I am you kind of get in a lull like oh my Mm -hmm. how are we going to do this how are we going to do that right we feel that way in all our businesses and then we go to a national association and I come back thinking wow I could be at that school I could be <laughs> so it makes you appreciate Ohio U from a selfish standpoint it helps me provide uh, love my alma mater that much more time to rise time to rise it is it's time okay so uh, that's that's uh, Scott and I'm gonna put you on the line here too because you are an avid sports fan and uh, obviously about you because you yourself were an OU athlete Okay, football, what's going to happen? Football, what's going to happen? Well, remains to be seen. Now, student-athletes, the seniors last year, due to the pandemic, were given the option of taking an extra year of playing. Now, some of those guys are going to be coming back to play, and some of them at uh, pretty influential positions on the field there, critical positions, uh, so I look for the Bobcats. I'm going to say they they for me they should win the East. I'm going to go that far. They're going to win the MAC East. Okay. They're going to beat Miami, right, Ken? We have to. <laughs> we have to. And the other thing I want to add is that we've created a Beat Miami Award. So when any of our teams beat Miami, the next Monday our senior staff, our uh, you know what we call the AD cabinet and as many head coaches <laughs> as can are going to go out to practice and provide them uh our little token of appreciation nice. to show them that's important so i'm sorry i just no nope. uh, does right miami in. have a similar thing beat ohio i don't know don't really care <laughs> i don't think they do i never heard of it okay. um so during my playing days and even after when i uh, worked in a, at Ohio Athletics. I I didn't hear of anything of that. I think their rivalry, they they're a big rival of UC, Cincinnati. Okay, now, so in the MAC, you know, we look at it as a rivalry, but I'm not sure if it is to the same nth 
degree there as it is here. So in football, which is, of course, a men's sport, uh, you're, you guys are predicting that we would win the East and then hopefully go on, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. It's The game is uh, here this year. It's at home okay. at Peden Stadium, so they've got a pretty good schedule. I'm looking let's, at it right now. Let's go on to another sport. Um, pick what? Basketball? Let's, uh, do, how about, let's do each. Men's and women's. So uh, we'll stay with the men since we are there right now. Ohio basketball. Scott? Um, with the core of players they have coming back this year, I mean, it's going to be hard to not pick the Bobcats uh, to win the East Division this year. Uh, yeah, there's a rivalry that's developed with Akron. There's one that's developed with even Kent. And, of course, Miami, too. But when you got guys like Jason Preston, uh, which I said, you know, this kid, I, I thought even before he declared for the NBA draft, he's since pulled back out of it. But I thought he had a legitimate shot of being, a, you know, a backup guard for, if nothing else, the D-League, no. which is the development league of the NBA. I mean, the kid's got incredible skills, playmaking, uh, assists, uh, to turnover ratio is we great. should have we should have invited Connor to this show, but uh, you know, folks, nothing official about this part. The previous part was all you know, cool and honorable and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, now we're just saying what we want to have happen. Well, yeah. And but... um, so you're you're saying in basketball, uh, you think OU is going to do it? Well, yeah, I think so. They won the MAC tournament you know last year um well they were on the way uh to do that and then was it last year they got pulled off the floor it was the year before the year before okay that's right they won last year i mean you got a guy that that's right they did win they beat buffalo soundly you know and on the way they, they all three games they played in the tournament to me were were no contest i mean they just rolled through the mac tournament and I don't think the league saw that coming. Now, the women's basketball program, um, how's it looking? Are we? Is it feeling like it's gangbusters? Um, I think, uh, yes, the same thing with that. Uh, you know, I'm speaking not only from my heart, being an OU alum, but, uh, you know, last year they had a, a decent year uh, at 15-10, and 11-6. and 6. Uh, you know, you're talking pretty good credentials there. And same thing with seniors that were seniors last year that are eligible to come back for another year. Um, they're going to have a pretty good nucleus as well. <clears throat> they beat uh, Notre Dame last year. I don't think anyone saw that coming. They lost to Central Michigan in overtime in the MAC tournament, and they were the eventual champions. Yeah. So. Okay. Now, obviously, they had some games postponed, which, you know, hurts a little continuity there. But, I mean, if you look at the last part of their schedule, they, they reeled off some pretty decent wins there, too. And, again, when you can beat Notre Dame on the – was it here or at Notre here. Dame? Combo. Yeah. So, you take down a team like Notre Dame, you're, you're establishing some credibility there for your program. Well, we're running out of time, or I'd like to – you hear about a few more sports, but it's the time to rise, folks. That's the campaign theme name, Time to Rise. And um, once again, Ken, how can people get involved in this? Well, Time to Rise is about getting, re, re getting the, uh, recapturing the, the MAC All Sports trophies. And there's one in male and there's one in the female sports. Mm -hmm. We want both. And the way they get involved is um, giving to the Bobcat Club, giving to a sport of their choice. Um, we're not as centralized anymore. If, you, if someone likes to help the golf team, they can, we encourage them to help the golf team. Um, the way they do it, they can go online to ohiobobcats.com, just like for their season tickets. They can go there for Bobcat Club as well. You can go to give.ohio, 
Duke.edu, and that's the University General Giving Site, and you can pick athletics and pick whatever area you want to support. I would encourage people who uh, want to get involved in, 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 enjoy, in adding an enjoyable experience to, to their life to, to call our office and learn about a sport that you may be interested in. And we'll do our best to like connect you with that coach and share with you how you can be involved in helping them in, in the whole time to rise to beat Miami and win the OMAC trophy. I'm it would so, be a fun experience. I'm so <laughs> envious of my daughter who um, you know, gets to go to many of these away games. She behaves pretty good, by the way. <laughs> really? Yes, she does. You'd be proud of it. Unlike her dad? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't I, would, I don't know if he does or not. Well, I don't want to. You I don't want to behave? No. Okay. I mean, I'm there to win. That's I want right. to. Let it all hang out, yeah. right? Anyway, um, but she gets to go to these events <laughs> and help host the uh, various guests that are coming there to support the Ohio Bobcats. I'm so envious of that job. Anyway. She does it very well. All right. Anything Kendall, left to say? We got sixty seconds. I want to mention too the uh, website once again, OhioBobcatClub.com, that you can go to and check it out. Or if you want to go to OhioBobcats.com, you can see lots of information there too. Correct. Either one works. Yeah. Or yeah. you can call our office. My my line. I can leave a number. I don't know. You can say it now. If I you want. would like people to. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I want to promote everyone buying season tickets. And join in the Bobcat Club yeah. or give into a sport of their choice. And, and they can do that by calling. There's the 800 number, 800-575-2287. And, um, Which is C-A-T-S. There you go. That is. I just encourage people who want to get involved in something. It would be a really rewarding experience to meet some of our Olympic sport coaches uh, in golf and, and the other sports. And... Um, You'll enjoy it. It would be more than just you giving money and uh, and donating to something. You'll want to become more involved, and it would be re really fun and rewarding for people. So I encourage people to call me. Perfect timing. We're done. Good. And uh, Ken, come back off, yeah, and we'll you. You bet. In our 71st year of service, Bo the Southeast AM970 and 97.1 FM. WATH is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Cammy McCormick. A stunning partial high-rise collapse early this morning in Miami. One person is dead, 37 rescued. Officials don't know how many are missing. Miami-Dade Assistant Fire Chief Ray Jadala. We are shoring up the structure on the inside as we continue to tunnel in to uh, locate additional uh, survivors. Surfside Mayor Charles Burkett. There are over 100 units in that building. That's what is frightening us very badly right now. I mean, the, 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 the back of the building, probably a third or more, is just totally pancaked. Nicholas Balboa helped rescue one boy. He just, you know, please don't leave me. So I would tell him, we're, we're right here. We, we're not going to let you, you know, be by yourself. So fire rescue got over there and they begin to, to get him out. It isn't clear what caused the collapse. New warnings will come with a Moderna and Pfizer vaccine vaccines now because of a rare type of heart inflammation in some young people who got the shots. But this comes as COVID cases rise among young people. And doctors like Christina Madison are urging Americans to continue getting vaccinated. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. And as much as we think that we're done with this virus, this virus is not done with us. A bipartisan group of senators has agreed on an outline for an infrastructure spending bill, as Stephen Portnoy reports. It's the strongest indication yet that an agreement on infrastructure is near. After hours of discussion yesterday with top Biden aides, negotiators say they've settled on a framework. Today it's being presented to the president in a closed-door Oval Office meeting. Even if this package is narrowly tailored to achieve a bipartisan deal, Democratic leaders say they're still intent on moving forward with a bigger bill that, if necessary, they would try to pass without any GOP support. Vice President Kamala Harris is headed to the U.S.-Mexico border tomorrow for the first time since taking office. Correspondent Nancy Cortez. This announcement about her trip comes just days before former President Trump is set to visit the Texas border next week. 
The White House insisted to us that the timing is unrelated and that this was just the right time for her to go. She's been criticized for not going earlier, despite her role leading the Biden administration's response to the steep, steep increase in migration. President Biden's new strategy for targeting the violent crime rate includes cracking down on gun dealers operating illegally, but also providing opportunities to young Americans. Bradley Johnson is with Build Chicago. There's one thing to say, put the guns down. There's another one thing to say, you know, don't uh, do bad things. The other part is putting something else in a person's hand. They need opportunity. Just out this morning, the number of Americans filing for jobless benefits fell last week. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 247 points. This is CBS News. Looking to hire? Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find...